From the world of sports to the world of pop culture and beyond, it's Step 1, Learn Sports. Now, your hosts, Brittany Wench and Avery Harder. Hello and welcome to Step 1, Learn Sports, the podcast bridging the gap between pop culture and sports. We are your hosts for these next 30 minutes, this window of entertainment, wherever you're listening from. I am Brittany. I'm Avery. Window of Entertainment really, you know, pumps us up a little bit. I'm trying to switch up my my intro. I'm here for it. Uh, we got producer Arby with us, and Brittany is she led with a really strong hello four weeks ago, and it. I keep waiting for it to come back every I time. I think that you're going to do the hello <laughs> like really high, and you guys said it was from. It's from Nightmare. Mir- no, something? Miracle on 34th Street. Nightmare. Oh, I was no, thinking Miracle. not that Nightmare it was- on Elm Street, <laughs> Brittany. I know it's October. Come on. Come on That's Avery. what I was thinking, but I was thought it was from Miss Doubtfire. No, it, but it sounds That's very my similar. initial thought, which I've never seen either of those two movies. Yeah. Oh, wait, Miracle on 34th Street. Miracle no, on 34th, the original one. But because you guys have made me so self-conscious about it, I like specifically plan out how I'm going to introduce and I have to get in the zone before I welcome everybody in. What do you pump yourself up with? Like we talked about a walk-up songs once. Do you have a walk-up like mantra that you say to yourself before you introduce the podcast? Well, just now I was in my head singing the Soren Flying song from High School Musical. So I don't know if that works. I think I'm the only person that listens <laughs> to High School Musical Pandora at least seven times a week. It's my workout music. Uh, speaking of High School Musical, Zac Efron, the star in there, we are going to get into, uh, in the skinny, one of his biggest fans just broke uh, a record. I didn't break any record. No, 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 not you. <laughs> An athlete. But um, we have a really great episode for you today and a very special guest with us in studio. We are having a girls' night out tonight, but first we have to get to the skinny. We have to get to some news. Then we will talk some football, both NFL and college. Also get a little, um, get into a little bit about Meghan Markle, Prince Harry, the British media. And as always, there are no dumb questions. This no dumb question is going to look a little different. So stick around. But Avery, the skinny. Former New England Patriot tight end Rob Gronkowski has been hired by Fox Sports as an analyst and will make his debut tomorrow night on Thursday Night Football. So I have to say, I feel like I knew this was coming. He has the the perfect personality for this, and I kind of thought that it was going to be somewhere here, local in Nashville, Mm -hmm. just because he was spending so much time here. He was scootering all around. Yeah, he was scootering everywhere. I feel like we saw him with a lot of people that live here in Nashville. Um, Is he still dating that, was her name Camille? Yes. They're they're still still together? I just haven't seen them post anything in a while. Well, he's been working on his career. Now he's going to be, now he's, I mean, I feel like he's the perfect person for it. Is he going to be better than Tony Romo? That's the main question. I vote no. I don't think so. I think he'll be entertaining though. More Patriots news. Them and the 49ers are the only two teams who remain undefeated, which nobody saw this coming. And I I truly really don't have much to add here other than they're the two that are undefeated. So this is for your fantasy football um, update. 49ers kind of came out of nowhere. Um, But it's important to know this when you're making your selections for this week that they are the only two undefeated teams. Right. Simone Biles broke the woman's gymnastics medal record as the U.S. women earned their fifth straight world title. This is the big Zac Efron fan I was referring to. Do you remember when she was on the Today Show about they like put the two of them together? I Zac think Efron I do remember yes. that. I think they did, maybe did Ellen together too. Oh, was was it Ellen? Um, well, anyway, so yes, she won um, a, a record twenty-first medal at the World Gymnastics Championship on Tuesday as the United States women retained their team all-around title. It was the fifteenth World Champion gold of Biles' career, and it broke a tie that she had, which she was holding with um, another Russian gymnast, for the most medals overall by women at the World Championships. Oh. She is two away for the record for both men and women, which is 23. Can you She'll believe do that? It. 23 gold medals. That's insane. 23 more than 23 I medals. 23 medals. I'm sorry. Head coach Jay Gruden fired from the Redskins after horrendous 0-5 starts this season in a rocky history there with a 35-49-1 record. So I have a lot I feel like I could say here, and Avery, you can feel free to jump in. But first, I would like to note, Jay Gruden is the brother of John Gruden. Mm-hmm. And He's having a surprisingly good season at the Raiders. Yes, and and to your point, uh, we have heard a lot about him because we've talked a lot about the Antonio Brown saga, mm-hmm. which John Gruden was involved in. So his brother, must run in the family, great NFL coaches, um, was the head coach of the Washington Redskins. Uh, he was the head coach for the last five seasons. Um, he had an 0-5 start, as Avery said, and was let go on Monday. In his absence, uh, offensive line coach Bill Callahan will be filling his void. Our job is to make things as exciting and dramatic as possible to kind of get you 
interested in it. So there's been kind of a lot of speculation around why he was um, let go and maybe that there were some issues with him in the front office more so than other teams. There was a lot of drama around who the starting quarterbacks were going to be this season. Um, He had some mixed emotions about being fired. He said he kind of knew that it was coming. And he made a very bold statement in an interview that if you're not the general manager of a team, you don't get everything you want and you have to accept the players that you're given. So the wedge was driven between him and the front office. Last season, Alex Smith was their quarterback, broke his leg, possibly a career-ending injury, so he's out. Then Colt McCoy, their next quarterback, suffered a season-ending broken leg shortly thereafter, so the team traded for veteran quarterback Case Keenum but then selected a fresh-out-of-college rookie quarterback, Dwayne Haskins, in the first round of the draft here in Nashville back in April. So they had a lot of disagreement on who they wanted the starting quarterback to be, butting heads, Yeah, but a lot of other teams have had quarterback issues this year. We talked about it last week, how this is the year of the backup quarterback, and they seem to not be able to get it right. But they have a lot of issues outside of the head coach, so I don't believe he'll be the only one fired this year. Oh, I totally agree. But also, this is a total side note, the guy that they think is going to be filling the spot maybe next season is Mike Tomlin, who is the head coach of the Steelers, who also uh, resembles Omar Epps, who's the actor from Love and Basketball. I swear <laughs> they are the same person. I swear they Doppelganger. Yes. Pilot Pete received 22 stitches in his face after tripping while holding two cocktail glasses in Costa Rica while filming for this upcoming season of The Bachelor. Yes, according to Radar Online, which I don't feel like I can say that without thinking of um, Lisa Vanderpump from uh, the Real Housewives of Orange County, not Orange County, Beverly Hills, yeah. when she says, I did not leak that story to Radar Online. She did. Uh, suffered this serious injury during the filming in Costa Rica. Um, he was apparently trying to step onto a golf cart and was carrying two glasses and tripped and fell and broke his face on those two glasses. 22 stitches. But they are back filming. Yes. One new, day later. New season premieres January 2020 on ABC. Some baseball update. The Yankees swept the Twins in their postseason series while the Braves, Cardinals, Nationals, and Dodgers, and the Rays and Astros are all headed to Game 5 in their series. Although last time we checked, the Cardinals were up 11 to nothing beginning of the second inning. It was really not pretty. Avery and I just checked the score right before we came up, and the Cardinals had scored 10 runs in the first inning. 2-0. The curse of Atlanta sports teams continues. <laughs> continues. Um, Okay, so we are so excited. This is our first female guest with us on our podcast. We are having a girls' night out tonight. Joining us from the Titans sidelines as your Tennessee Titans sideline reporter and part of the news coverage team for the Titans, Amy Wells, our guest today. Thank you for joining us. I didn't know I was the very first girl. I didn't know I had this honor. This is great. You're following Chad Withrow and Buck. Oh, I can take both of them. That's yeah. fine. Let's go. <laughs> we also had Coach Mack who joined oh, us. Oh, we did have uh, Coach okay. Mack. Okay, I don't have anything right. on Coach Mack, <laughs> but like the other two, I could take them in a fight. That's fine. I, I think you could. Yeah. They're they're pretty, uh, they don't have much going for them. You are absolutely everywhere, whether it's with the Titans radio broadcast group on the sidelines at games, the co-host of a weekly show, Titans All Access, co-host of the official Titans podcast, the OTP, part of the weekly radio show, Titans Tonight with Keith Bullock. You know, I saw a quote this morning that said, people don't just come out of nowhere. You only see their success, not their struggle. Do you feel like there was ever a struggle for you to get to this point with where you're at? I kind of fell into this role on accident a little bit. Um, It definitely, there was a strong learning curve for me. Um, When I started the role with the Titans that I have now, I wasn't broadcasting. I was doing public relations. So I hadn't been in front of a camera or done anything like this in four or five years. So kind of jumping back into that world, which I didn't necessarily intend to, it just all kind of happened. It was very serendipitous, the whole thing. Um, So there was definitely a steep learning curve in my first couple years. And so it's been a lot of trial and error and throwing things against the wall and something sticks, some things really don't. Um, and so it's just been this weird, constantly trying to flex new muscles and learn new skills and see where we can do anything to engage Titans fans. Um, we want to reach as many people as possible. And mm-hmm. with so many mediums now, there's so many cool ways to do that. So um, I don't know if struggle is the right word, but I've done a lot of stuff and (laughs) 
three-fourths of it has never been seen or is not remembered by anybody because it was a weird thing that we were just trying out to see. But every now and then, like, we'll be sitting around the office and someone will go, oh, my gosh, remember when we did that? (laughs) What lifetime was that? So there's definitely been a lot of trial and error and a lot and lot of learning as we've gone. But things just kind of get better and better. And the more different projects we have and the more different opportunities that we have to engage fans and talk to people and kind of hopefully meet people where they are and with whatever mediums they prefer. Um, We want to be there and we want to be able to spread Titan's joy, I guess. (laughs) That that might be hard to do sometimes. (laughs) Easier said than done. Um, But really, it's been so much fun. It's been such a wild and crazy career and um, I'm having a blast. it, It sounds like it was more of a hustle. Instead of struggle. Uh, grind is a good word. Yeah, we like were grinding for a while. I like that. And uh, I mean, you just work at it and you keep trying new things and you take whatever opportunities are kind of given to you. And uh, like I used to beg Rhett over here and everyone else, can I come do something on the radio? Can I be a part of this thing or that thing? Because I wanted to learn how yeah. to do it. And so that's something that we've been working on. I've been fortunate enough to be able to do sidelines. And that's a constant Poor Mike Keith. I go to that man all the time and I'm like, what can I do different? What can I do better? He's like, well, just keep keep doing it. And I'm like, no, I want something very concrete and real that I can fix right now. And he's like, well, that's not really how that works. His voice. He was born for radio. He has the perfect announcer voice. He does. Um, When did you get branded as Titans Amy? Because the owner of the Titans is also Amy. So I I see a large confusion there. So how did that come about? Well, what we usually end up doing is when people will discuss Amy, it's strange because I respond every time I hear my name or like something that could possibly be my name. As you should. Yeah, I'm very self-impressed in that regard. <laughs> um, so I'll respond if someone says Amy, but then it's always like, oh, no, the real Amy. So oh. I am not the real Amy. I'm Titans Amy. Or it's like, oh, no, owner Amy. And it's like, oh, OK, sorry, okay. not me. Got um, it. OK. Sorry. Yeah. But um, I was actually given Titans Amy. I think it was my second day on the job. Wow. So day two of my new role with the Tennessee Titans. <laughs> I lived in Nashville 48 hours. And they say, good, um, pack your bags. We're taking you on the Titans caravan. It's an overnight trip. Oh, God. Oh. I don't know any of these humans, like not a single person. I'm on a bus with strangers with Strange an overnight dudes. bag. Yeah, yeah, with an overnight bag. And they're like, we want you to meet the fan base in like East Tennessee. So there's a lot of things happening at once and a lot of just sensory overload. But so we're sitting on the bus and we're kind of rolling along. And um, one of my coworkers goes, you know, him, if you're going to be like a presence with this organization, you probably need a social media account. And I was like, <laughs> oh, <gosh>. OK, <laughs> maybe. So we're sitting there and we're kind of like talking about different things. And I was like, well, I want it to be very clear that I'm associated with the Titans, but I guess people need to know, like, my name. So we kind of went through. We landed on Titans Amy, and it felt very temporary. Yeah. Like, we'll figure this out eventually, but this is at least something to get us started, yeah. and I can start kind of interacting with fans and doing that. Um, About a week later, I realized that everyone called me Titans Amy. Nobody realized I had a last name. <laughs> and so I've just kind of been riding with it ever yeah. since that people know me as Titans Amy. I mean, as long as my career goes on, like I That's could be true. living in Wisconsin. Someone somewhere will call me Titans Amy because that's all they know me as. Right. Um, so I've kind of embraced it. I like it. I feel bad for people who don't know my last name isn't Amy. My last name is actually Wells. Yeah. Um, first name, not Titans. Yeah, first name, not Titans. <laughs> but it's kind of a cool thing. And I mean, I'll, I'll respond to it. I'll answer to anything. And it's neat to have my name and me be so closely tied with the Titans. I think that's really cool. But yeah, it's it was a little jarring uh, when everyone was like, hey, Titans Amy, we need you to do this. I was like, you guys... Do you know my name? Yeah, maybe <laughs> ask. You know, a, you can get to know me. It's a Twitter handle, guys. You know that? But, like, I'll do it sometimes, too, now. There are certain people that I will call, like, by their Twitter handle. Oh, and I'm yeah. like, man, what a loser. Like, don't do that. Yeah. But no, I do, I do it, it anyway. too out of habit yeah. sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Wench. Yeah, B. Wench. That's me. But then See? seven seasons later, it just stuck, and here we are. It's stuck, yeah. And I am, I'm Titans Amy, but in my defense, that happened before owner Amy had taken full 
controlling ownership. Mm -hmm. So I bet if she had been the owner at that time, that might not have been how things would have sorted out. Um, But I mean, Titan's bud was already rolling, (laughs) I guess. Titan's bud. So it seemed different. Um, You touched on it a a couple of minutes ago. Uh, that you were pretty much thrown into traveling with the team like two days in. What is it like to be on the road with an NFL broadcast crew? We work with a lot of them on a day-to-day basis, but what's it like for you traveling with them? Oh, gosh, it's so much fun. Um, We have an absolute blast in the most ridiculous ways. I am very fortunate to work with this broadcast crew specifically because they embrace whatever city we're in. Like, there's always activity somewhere. So whether it's, hey, we want to go to this restaurant that we heard about or we ate deep dish pizza in Chicago, but like nine deep dish pizzas. It wasn't just one. It was all of the pizzas. (laughs) Or we went to go see the Liberty Bell in Philadelphia. And there's just always activities. We try to embrace whatever city we're in for as much as we can. So that's been really fun. It's such a fun group of people. Everybody gets along so well. Everybody's worked together for so long that it's just, it really feels like being part of a big family. So being able to travel with those guys and they've accepted me and kind of let me play with them, which is so nice. Um, I like it took no time for me to feel like I was part of the team and that I kind of could hang with the guys and we just have an absolute blast. So it's been really fun. It's a lot of laughs. There's a lot of times where I'm like, am I actually on a work trip? Right. I feel like I am. It feels like we just came here for the pizza. Who's the funniest? Well, see, I'm going to say Rhett, but then I'm going to get in trouble with Coach Mack because he yells at me. Because, <laughs> oh, we've heard. Yeah, because <laughs> Rhett is it. so funny. And before games, we're all kind of wired. We're all pretty fired up during games just because, you know, you're about to play a game. It's a big deal. And you're about to do a broadcast, so you kind of Live, have a yeah. lot of things Gotta going on. Got to have energy, yep. Yeah, you're, you're fired up. You're ready to go. It's early in the morning. Right around the time my coffee starts kicking in is right around the time that Rhett really peaks comically for the day. <laughs> <laughs> I can see so, that. <laughs> Rhett will get going on something right as I'm like in my prime hype man stage, and it's just a really bad mix for everybody else that's in the booth but he genuinely tickles me and I, uh, what am I gonna do not laugh like oh, that's how people no. die by not laughing that's true. So, number one cause of death yeah, yeah, lack so of laugh, laughter yeah you laugh when something is funny and then coach Mac yells at me strangely because I am the like hype man right. but the I'm not doing it I'm just here for a good time that's right yeah but oh my gosh we have so much fun it really really is cool and then uh, like the bonus the cherry on top is that the broadcasts are so easy because we spend so much time together and because we all seem to get along um and we have so much fun just preparing for it so by the time you get to the broadcast it's just a continuation of what we've been doing all weekend it's so fun you guys do make it look and sound so easy with what you do it's Way more fluid than I kind of thought it would be, especially with me being so new. When I did sidelines for the first time, it was the seven and a half, seven hour game. Oh, in Miami. In Miami last year. Yeah. And um, I had never done it before. And so I was nervous just because I was doing sidelines and it felt very live and scary and intense. And then as we started rolling, I was like, like, when does this get hard? Like, when's the hard part? And not to say that it, it is not a skill and all of that, but like everything felt so fluid and I trusted everybody so much. I knew that Mike Keith wasn't going to let me look stupid. I knew that Philip Noel was going to take care of me and set me up. I knew that no one would put me in a position where I was reporting something that the team wouldn't want me to report. Mm-hmm. So like I had enough people around me and I had Jonathan Hutton who could really kind of give me some tips in real time as we're going through this intense broadcast. So I had a lot of people around me who I was like, oh, like they're not going to let me fall. So I can do as much as I am able able yeah as much as i can possibly do to try and give them information because i know they're not going to put me in a spot where i'm failing so having that trust having worked with them before and knowing them a little bit really made things easy for me so it just made it so much easier to keep going and keep going and we could kind of build on that crazy thing that we did okay so your boyfriend works for the titans he does what 
Do you guys talk football at home? Do you make him watch Bravo with you? What do you guys do, non-football related, to decompress, have some fun? This was a shocking discovery to me when she told me that that you <laughs> that you guys were dating. Yes. So we've been dating for a while, and um, there is actually a tremendous amount of football in our house. Like, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. It's pretty... So we'll go through the week, obviously, and we both work for the team. We don't really talk a lot of football, just like interact. It's more like experiences or interactions with different people or other things that are going on. There's so much like business stuff that's kind of going yeah. on that... But, like, we don't talk a ton about work either. I mean, there's so many other things that are happening in the world that that kind of tends to be what we talk about. Surprisingly, we don't really come home and just, like, talk about each other's work lives mm -hmm. too much because we kind of already know. Yeah. Like, I know what projects he's working on. He knows what I've got going. Like, it's kind of a non-story. But he does... Um, Play or color commentary for Friday Night Rivals on my TV 30 uh -huh. with Jonathan right. Hutton. So he does that on Friday nights, and sometimes I'll go to the games or I'll always watch the broadcast on TV. So Friday nights are all high school football, and then we're talking about all the other games. And he's a former high school football coach in so I, Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah, so I weirdly know like all of the scores for Jacksonville high school football. Yep. Like, so does Avery. Oh, we're going to yeah. get to that. Don't yeah, worry. Like, <laughs> I, I have no idea what these schools are or like what these words mean, but like I know who's doing well and who's not. So we do all that on. Friday night. Saturday then is college football day and Florida plays and Mizzou plays and so we have to watch those games but then there's everything else that goes on so if I'm not traveling it is wall-to-wall -wall college football as soon as everyone wakes up in the morning till the last game. It's college football all day and then we watch obviously the Titans play. We'll go to the games we'll work. We come home. We watch whoever games on that night. Really, I think it's just an excuse to eat junk food. Oh, of course. Yes, 100%. Because it's just like fried chicken everywhere for three days. But it's just kind of a thing that we do, and it's kind of like a familiar thing for both of us. You yeah. know, it can be on in the background, and we'll talk about it, but then we don't talk about it. If he's really into a game, like, that's kind of his thing, and he gets really excited about it. And, of course, I'll have, like, my Mizzou moments usually watching it on my phone because they haven't played anybody really like yeah, remarkable yeah. this year. So it's like Florida's on the big like TV screen because he went to Florida. And then I'll just like sit in the chair and watch Mizzou on my phone and like cheer to myself, which <laughs> seems outrageous. But as the games get better, I think that will even out a little bit. But there really is a lot of football. But I think like during the off season. Like not, it's not like we sit around and talk about football all the time yeah. or like the draft or things like that. It's, I mean, it's really cool to be with someone who kind of understands the job outside of just, wow, that's a really cool job you have, you know, outside of the football yeah. part of it. Um, that has been, I feel very fortunate to be in a relationship with someone and have it be a little bit more of a, oh, well, that's your job. You go and do your job, and then we do other things. So that's really cool. But, yeah, it is constant wall-to-wall -wall football Thursday night through Monday night. That's, I'm here for it. That's so yeah. refreshing to hear because I was going to ask with how busy your schedule is if you have time to keep up with the college football um, stats. And with Mizzou, like you said, I am also a, I'm not shy about saying this, I am a former college or a former Mizzou grad mm -hmm. as well. So I've got a very vested interest in how Mizzou does. We were actually there. We have two years that overlapped. You were there till 2011. Mm -hmm. And then I graduated in 2013. So you were there in the era of Blaine Gabbert. I was. I Blaine was there Gabbert. for the end of Chase Daniel and the beginning yes. of Blaine Gabbert. And yes. gr I grew up in Columbia too. Okay. So I kind of went through the gr Brad Smith kind of like rise and then injury. And then Chase Daniel kind of assuming that. And then Mizzou rising to number one in the nation for one whole week. Yeah. The greatest week of my life. <laughs> yeah, for everybody. It was for all Mizzou pretty fans. pretty remarkable. And um, so, yeah, went through that whole era. And then as Chase kind of ended his and ended up getting drafted, mm -hmm. Blaine swooped in. And Blaine's mom used to make chocolate chip cookies for the office. And Ooh. that was really nice. I don't know if anybody remembers that except for me. And really, he could have just handed them to me once. I'm like, yeah, my mom made them. But like... Well, this was while he was at Mizzou? Yeah, but while he was at Mizzou, I have this very clear, very happy memory of him, like, plunking down a Tupperware full of chocolate chip cookies and saying, my mom made these, and I ate, like, 14. <laughs> 
So did you work in the... I worked in the... Uh, yeah, I okay. worked for the football team for two years. Got two it. Or three years um, over at their training facility, and so I helped the I helped the coaches log um, all the DVDs from like the kids who were trying to get recruited, Ooh. and like of three hundred and eighty six buckets full of DVDs, there were probably like one and a half people who actually ended up having a DVD be seen and then we're like recruited to the team. Oh, wow. um, but you have to log all of them and coaches will actually look through them and things like that. So, but they all have to be NCAA compliant and they have to be course, logged into the course. system and everything. So that was my job. I just got buckets of DVDs and I just like sit in front of a computer one DVD, and log one, one cookie. Chocolate chip cookie. <laughs> so did, did you guys like cut it up when mm-hmm. he was here on the Titans and just be like, hey, does your mom have those chocolate chip cookies anymore? Uh, you know, it was it was weird. I kind of didn't expect him to remember me because we were kind of so far removed from the college days. True. Um, and he interacts with a lot of people, but he did. And one thing that happened that bugged me to no end and it shouldn't have but so i went back to columbia where the university of missouri is and where i yeah and where i grew up Mm -hmm. so i went to like grade school on up all the way through so i'm back in columbia and i'm wearing like a titans t-shirt or something i've been working for the team for like six years you're titans amy oh yeah i've been i've been here for a while (laughs) and i'm walking around columbia and someone comes up to me and goes Hey, cool Titan shirt. Are you wearing that because of Blaine Gabbert? Oh. I was like, are you kidding me? Oh my me? gosh. <laughs> like, because you dream of like having this NFL job and everybody is like so proud of you yeah, for right. making it. Yes. And in my brain, somehow the whole city knows right. that I work in the NFL. <laughs> I'm Titans and Amy, of course. It is amazing. <laughs> Nobody knows. Nobody cares. And he's like, oh, did you buy that shirt because of Blaine Gabbert? Yes, I I did. No, I work here. So I told him that and he was like, sorry. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Okay. That would have bugged me, too. Yeah. Yeah. I hope he hears this and I hope he listens and feels bad. Come on, I have a Jaguars Gabbert jersey if you know anyone in the market for it. (laughs) Who's looking for one? I'll uh, I'll ask around. All right. I I have a scenario for you. So Chad was on three weeks ago. He gave us the story about how his girlfriend picked a fight with him during a UT game and he broke up with her at halftime because she felt the need to pick a fight in the SEC championship game for them. <laughs> it's a great story. Say I asked Buck this too and Buck did not agree with Chad and that a fight during a football game for no reason would not be grounds to break up with someone. Say your boyfriend is in the middle of Florida LSU this upcoming weekend. You pick a fight for no reason. What happens? I would probably more just be told to go away. Like, <laughs> there's a lot of leave me alones around. <laughs> We're both very, um, we like to give each other a hard time. And he wins always. Um, but, like, I can't really see myself picking a fight during a football game because I'm probably watching the game. Yeah. So unless it's something, like, very offensive towards Florida, which I'm, like, not opposed to doing. But, <laughs> um I can't really see him giving me anything more than like a go away, you're bugging me, kid, yeah. which I get pretty frequently anyway. So like I can kind of maneuver that. Um, but grounds for breaking up, I think it depends on the severity of the fight in which you are picking. He was just annoyed that she would have the audacity when he's in watching the biggest game of his fandom at that point. Right. She picked a fight for no reason, not related to the party at all. Yeah, yeah. Well, that seems weird, but it feels indicative of a deeper issue. Yeah. Oh, I would agree. That's there what were some true to me. roots yeah. of relationship yeah, issues that feels there. Like there are some red flags that yeah. maybe you should have dug into. Probably beforehand. could have addressed before that. Yeah. Maybe don't bring her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, sounds like maybe this is a good one to just like, yeah. you know, I'm gonna go this one alone. But um, no, I don't think you would break up with me. But I'm also not gonna risk it. Just in case. <laughs> Not going to go home this weekend and pick a fight and then report back? No. Well, actually, I'll be in Denver, so we're going to have some space. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. Yeah, so I think it's actually going to be good that my jokes will kind of be delayed so I can come up with like an, oh, gosh, I didn't mean that. Sorry, I can pull it back. You know, like, yeah, it's like you get a little time delay for like, gators suck. And Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) My (laughs) typo. Autocorrect. (laughs) Really weird. I don't know. Speaking of your jokes, I love how real and hilarious you are when you're on Instagram and posting pictures of yourself. Um, The new Britney Spears mic pick, for example, was hysterical. Uh, The new Britney Spears (laughs) mic was the greatest thing that has happened to me this season. (laughs) The picture that you posted was 
was so good for it, too, because you're like, I don't know how this is going to work. Oh, my gosh. Well, so what happened? What happened was what happened was I'm we're sitting in the studio and we're getting ready to shoot something. And we are in the dog days of training camp. Like I am losing the will to live because you're just ready for some football. And you're talking about all of these scenarios that you don't know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But it's like four days until you know and so it it gets the end of training camp gets a little frustrating and so i walk in and i'm getting ready to shoot um our daily kind of new segment and i just i'm very clearly not interested and um our producer brian myers comes out and he goes i have a gift for you and i was like a gift (laughs) (laughs) what and he was like uh i got you these new microphones um i think they're gonna make the sound quality a little bit better and i was like okay that's a stupid gift and he pulls (laughs) it out of the box and i was like i'm gonna look like britney spears (laughs) so much so much more room for activity and it was it was like the greatest thing so he comes over and he like puts it around my ear and one of my ears is folded over so we had the trauma of like realizing that that's a problem with my ear so we had to switch it to the other side which is not my favorite thing but it happens <laughs> and so we get it all on there and i was like i'm a superstar <laughs> i am the greatest i'm a spice girl like this is great and i'm so excited and the rest of the group comes in so it's coach mac and jim wyatt and mike keith and they all come in i'm like guys we got you Britney spears mics and they're like i don't know what that means Who's that? <laughs> like yeah it's a bunch of dudes who are like oh, i don't care like are we still shooting this? Yeah. Like, yes. Just tell me where Just to go. Get excited, but man, I felt like I was the hottest person in that building on that day. I was so excited. I wanted glitter and sequins on everything. Like, I was ready for a Vegas show. And uh, it was just the best. So I posted that picture and everyone was like, yep, that seems pretty spot on. <laughs> I was like, I'm really excited. You should have made guys. them coordinate a dance. Like, could you imagine Coach Mac trying to do Hit Me Baby one more time? I mean,. There are some things I try not to keep in my brain, and I think that <laughs> that, that might, might be, be one of them. Close yeah, to that the top. might be one of the things. You guys do have enough for like a boy band or like you know your backup dancers. We do, and oh my th- god, you should totally make a y'all should be a boy band for Halloween. This sounds like an off season project, is what Probably. I'm going to say. And Probably. there are, there are things that people will like suggest to me or bring up, and if I'm kind of like eh, don't want to do that right now, I'm like, oh, that sounds like a great off season project. <laughs> so like if you ever hear me saying that about anything, it's code for. Eh, we'll, we'll plant wait. it in Coach Max. Yeah, we'll wait Maybe he'll that. be the one to instigate it. Off-season project. Uh, you did mention that you went to the University of Missouri, and you and I were there at the same time. You worked for the football team while I was an active member of the Kappa Kappa Gamma sorority. And actually, I'm very you proud You were across of, the street from me. I, were you were a Pi Phi? I was a Pi Phi. Yes. Okay, so... I um, probably threw things at your house. I'm sure you did. We probably <laughs> threw some things right back. Um, who were some of the famous Pi Phi's that you guys had? We have a we have a couple ca- uh, famous Kappas. Oh, gosh. Famous. I think Savannah Guthrie was a Pi Phi. Ooh, I'm oh, not in Missouri, but she was yeah, a pie like pie her. in the world. Um, oh, Candace Crawford was. Candace Crawford, yes. she was uh, two years older than me, so we shared the house together for a year. Wow. Um, we worked at the TV station together. She was actually really great to me, and I'm sure she doesn't remember me at all. But she was super, super helpful because she used to do Saturday sports at KOMU, the TV station there. Yes. And so I would go in on Saturdays, and I would produce for her. And um, she was just really great about, like, I got to the point where I was like, I can't balance all of the things I have going on. She was like, oh, yeah, I couldn't either. So, like, <laughs> she all of a sudden I had this validity to be like, oh, I can quit some stuff? Cool. <laughs> oh, I can say no. Magical. Like, this I is great. Well, it never had occurred to me. Like, yeah. I committed to all these things. And she was like, oh, yeah, I quit, like, half of those as soon as I decided what I wanted to do in my career. And it was, like, this huge light bulb moment. But, again, yeah, if I, like, ran into her somewhere, she'd be like, oh, it's nice to, who are you? Like, yeah. Well, yeah. What was your name? Do you guys have Allie? like a secret handshake? I would just be like, hello, Candace, it's me, your sister. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think we did. But like, who else? The um, Dan Smyers from Dan and Shay, his wife oh, was a pie pie. Abby. I did. Abby uh-huh. Law and I worked together before she was yeah. Smyers. Mm-hmm. Um, she and I worked together at Shiloh Bar and Grill. She actually trained me. She was bartender. Yeah. And uh, she trained me as a waitress. And right before she worked with us and then she graduated and it was right when she moved to Nashville. She was dating somebody else at the time. Oh, good thing that didn't work out. I know, but I think they moved here together. And then next thing I knew, I moved here like a year and a half or two years later, something, something, Mm -hmm. some timeline like that. And I ran into a guy who used to play music on uh, Friday nights at the bar where we worked. 
And he was here for the weekend, and he was like, oh, have you seen Abby Law lately? I'm like, no, I totally forgot that she lives here. He was like, yeah, she's dating Dan Smyers. I was like, oh, my gosh, what a um, what a turn of events. Mm-hmm. And now look at them. They're married, and don't they, like, aren't, don't they do a lot for, like, animal rescue? They do a Tons lot of animal yeah, rescue. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's really great, all of the stuff yeah. that they're doing. Mm-hmm. And, um, and he has the most gorgeous hair. Yeah, he does. I like nice. his curls. Great conditioner. But, yeah, I mean, she was in my pledge class, so there are a couple uh, – Mizzou girls floating around. Chase Daniel's wife. She was oh, was a she really? Yeah, Hillary Daniel. Oh, yeah. you know what? Yes, she was. Um, mm-hmm. He also dated a girl who was a Delta Gamma. My sister was there. She graduated in 2008, I believe. She was a DG. Mm-hmm. And I think he dated a girl who was a D- Blair? Yeah. Making his way through? Yeah, yep. right before. Well, I don't know if it's making your way through <laughs> if you dated like a person and a half in college. I, I didn't That's date any actually pretty impressive. in college. Maybe yeah. one. But no, there's a lot of, uh, there are a ton of fun people who came out of Mizzou. Like, everywhere you go, and especially with all the journalism stuff and kind of being in media, I get yeah. it. Like, I've kept my circle kind of small. But, like, it really is amazing the people who are from Mizzou. And here's a weird yes. Mizzou story. Ooh, so we I were, love these. We were in Atlanta at the kickoff party. Rhett was there. He knows. At the party before the um, the game against the Falcons, and they had a big... Yeah, but Buckhead Saloon, right? Yeah, Buckhead Saloon. And we're up on stage and we're doing a bunch of things and giving away prizes and Mike Keith's talking football and we're just just shamelessly plugging the OTP and it was great. And I look and I'm like, there is a table full of people wearing Mizzou gear. I was like, that's odd in Atlanta. And then I'm thinking about it and I was like, wait a minute. Mizzou was on a bye today. They're not even like playing. I was like, what is going on? So I just walk over there and I was like, okay, I've got to know. Why are you guys all wearing tiger stuff? And they were like, oh, they were, they kind of looked around. They're like, huh, huh, that's really embarrassing. We're all from Columbia. And so you just acquire a lot of Mizzou stuff. Like you don't even think about it. And I was like, what? What? You're from Columbia? I'm from Columbia. And it's this crazy. So we end up talking about like, what high school did you go to? When did you graduate? And then it gets like very personal because it's like, what side of the street did you live on? <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> like, oh, yeah. St. Louis, they're very mm-hmm. much like that. If you met anybody at Mizzou that, that is from St. Louis, they'd be like, well, what high school did you go to? Anyone oh, I meet St- from Jacksonville is like that. Yeah, they yeah. are. I like asked that. Yeah. Josh Corey that. Mm-hmm. I asked him. I was like, where'd you go to high school? And he was like. We certainly didn't go to high school at the same time together <laughs> because I graduated in 2011. I get that. He was like, oh, yeah. But it's like, yeah, like in Jacksonville, it's like, what side of the river do you yep. live on? In Columbia, it's like, what side of town did you live on? Were you the north side of town or the south side of town? Like, it's just, it was so strange. But I was like, only in Atlanta. But like, there's Columbia people everywhere. Oh, you everywhere. You just have to sniff them out. Yeah. And it's crazy kind of going back to the whole sorority thing about like people that you know or or you know celebrities that you see and you're like, "Oh my gosh, they were they were in my sorority like we're sisters." Um Sophia Bush, I remember having this like love her. crazy like, "Oh my gosh, of course that's why I love her on One Tree Hill. That's why she's I like relate so much to Brooke because she's my sister." Um full we- disclosure, I did drop out of my sorority. Like oh, okay. I was really good at it at the beginning and then really good at it. again Candace gave me like permission to drop things. <laughs> So Pi-Fi was what went. And um, however, I will say people are always like, do you regret it? Absolutely not. Mm. Like the two years that, two and a half, that I was in Pi-Fi were awesome. And I had the best time. And a lot of the relationships that I built and the opportunities that I had throughout Mizzou, like at the TV station and making some connections in media and kind of realizing that that was a road that I wanted to walk down Mm -hmm. for a while is because there were girls who were in my sorority who had done it before me and kind of helped me make those contacts that I needed. So for anybody who's thinking about doing it, absolutely do it. I will forever say rush. It's a great way to meet people. It's a great way to get out of your comfort zone. It's a really cool thing to do when you're in college, but also know that if you get to a point where you're like, this is a lot like, there is no shame in backing out. Like, you can quit. There right. is no shame in walking away from that and taking that experience as a whole as what it was. You know, it was really good for the first couple years of my college existence. That was great for me. That was such a fun thing. Now I need to focus on something else. One of the most noteworthy Kappas uh, was and is uh, Miss Duchess of Sussex, Meghan Markle. She was a Kappa? She was in California. That makes a lot of was sense. Was she at USC? Because uh, that's where I, Sophia Bush went. Maybe they were there together. Uh, I don't think they were. Maybe they were. I'm going to have to look that one up. I'm not sure uh, where she went to college. 
I'll look at it. I up. should know that. Is I she sh- still Meghan Markle or is she Meghan Cambridge or whatever they're She is no, she is your Your Royal, Royal Hi- Highness Duchess, Duchess of, of Sussex. Sussex. So she doesn't get to be called Meghan? Well, I mean, I, I guess if does. you if you know her like that. I'm sure Serena days. Williams yeah. calls her Meg or something. That's yeah. what she has she's name for yeah. of some sort. They do a, yeah. a few or things. What does Harry call her? A little unorthodox. Darling. Honey. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I guess that would be an appropriate name. Well, no. I mean, he probably he probably just calls her Meg. Yeah. I'd call her Markle, like forever. Mark. Because that's just like such a fun I kinda, last That's name. a good last name. Yeah. All right, Markle, let's go. Yeah, like, I kind of like that. And, and it sounds like it's got the, like, Right amount of sass just yeah. naturally built into it. Like my mom gets called harder everywhere she goes, and they're like, "Harder, come on!" And I'm like, "That's a good nickname." Don't call me harder. Call yeah. her harder. Yeah. Have you guys seen what's been going on with um her and Harry, she and Harry, in the news lately? With them suing like all of these tabloids. Yes. Now? I secretly love it. I know. I, I do I, too. I love. I eat it up. I love keeping up with it, but it's also kind of funny because it's the exact reason why they're suing. Um, the media over in uh, in England, which I guess it's a lot crazier over there. And I understand why why Harry's doing it, because think about like how Princess Diana, like allegedly met her demise. Right? Well, yeah, I mean, paparazzi all over the place. Yeah. I mean, and and, and um, the paparazzi have loved this couple ever since they like stepped out from the very beginning. So, I mean, it hasn't, I feel like it's only increased and gotten worse, but I'm pretty sure I just saw an article that said her dad. So they're, okay, let me back up for a second. They're suing the Mail on Sunday, which is a media outlet, um, a British media outlet for publishing a letter that Meghan Markle wrote to her father. So it came out that her father was the one that released the letter. Which doesn't surprise me at all. No, because he was terrible with the wedding. Was he even at the wedding? No, no, no I don't think. I don't think. I no. think her mom was the only one that was invited. I think yeah, her mom was the only Prince one too. Prince Charles walked her down the aisle. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, you're right. Yeah. Um. I don't. I just. I feel so bad. I totally see exactly why Harry. Um. He said it's not. It might not be the smartest move, but it's the best move for our family. I mean, like, think about that baby. That's well, a here's, cute baby. That's a pe- and now baby. Uh, the thing that I heard maybe this morning, maybe yesterday, the days they run together. Um. He's suing them for hacking into his phone and his voicemails. Yeah, he got their yeah. voicemails too. So no. that clearly is crossing the line. Yeah, that's some sort of invasion of privacy. In the, I don't know, 72 hours I spent in London, the only time I've ever been to Europe is when the Titans played last year. And it was great. It was so much fun. But we were there for about 72 hours. And, um, but I loved it. Oh, yeah. I loved every minute well, of I'm it. I'm going of in course. three weeks. And I, you will probably love it too. I will. Um, and, Everything that has to do with like Britain and the way that they are set up and London and everything about it, it just seems like crazy to me. I feel like there are less rules there because everyone is kind of more polite by default. Like we, when we were there, there was a huge Brexit like protest. And I was like, I don't have a dog in this fight. I'm going to the protest. I just want (laughs) to see it. Like, this is great. So we're walking around and all of the signs are like, Please don't do this. Like, wow. we don't like it. Not F you yeah, like no. it is in America. Yeah, it wasn't like, this is going to ruin our lives. It was like, we'd prefer if you did it. So, like, <laughs> it was just so, like, calm and polite. And people, there were lots of people, and they were clearly passionate. But, like, then they all went to get beers, like, at bistros together. And it was, like, super civil and really cool. I was like, you people speak really rowdy. But the things you're actually saying are so polite, and I love it. So for them to be so angry at the tabloids, I think, is such a funny dynamic to me because there's part of me that wants to be like, what could they have done that's inappropriate? Yeah. Because, oh, I want to know. Yeah, because, again, it's always like, over here, please. Look at me. We'd love to see your beautiful child if, <laughs> if that's okay. But, like, they just say it loudly. <laughs> That's so, so true. Whereas in America, there could be five people, but it's like, look at me. Yeah. yeah it, it's just yeah, so rude intense. About it. They're ruthless. About yeah. It. But I, I get it to a point. But on the other hand, like you are a royal. So you are famous by default. You signed up. For you this. decided well, you to marry a United States celebrity. Mm-hmm. Like you've got to know there's a little bit of that coming. I mean, at least Prince William married just like a regular person, and it was this beautiful fairy tale, and that was exciting, but, like, we didn't really have too much for her until she was part of the royal family, you know? And love her. Love me some Kate Middleton. Oh, love me some Kate Middleton. Oh, she's great, but, like, 
I didn't care about her until the day they got married. Yeah, I like, agree. I, mm, doesn't impact my life at all. And I guess this doesn't either, except there's a little bit of American pride. Oh, right. yeah. Like, yes. I, too, can be a princess right. if I choose. Oh, we've infiltrated yeah. the British. Mm-hmm. Got them again. This is our... Uh, yeah. This is round round three, I guess. Yeah, I do love <laughs> I do love to follow it. I am very curious, though, about all the headlines that come out about them. Um, how much of them are actually true? Like, do you believe everything they say about Meghan Markle and Kate Middleton not getting along or having like that 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 Meghan and Harry are doing things just to spite the royal family? I can see how there would be tension because and actually I got this clarity from an SNL skit, which is weird, but I did so they <laughs> did SNL. they did this skit on snl where it was like their baby shower and they had all of these british people who mm-hmm. were being you know acted out there and um they had kate middleton come in and she's kind of like pretending everything is fine and she's like no 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 i mean you don't have to follow any rules you're not going to be the queen like you can do whatever you want you have this giant platform and it's totally fine and so Gosh. i kind of had this moment of clarity within that joke where i was like you know I would be really annoyed, too, if I had to follow all of these rules so precisely and everything has this grave impact on my future and I have to lead this country because I married this schlub over here. Like that would kind that would tick me off a little bit if she comes in and she's like, I'm an American. I'm not doing any of this. And it has no ramifications on my life. Boom. That's like, right. yeah, that would bug me a little bit. I can but see that. Megan's got the hookup. She really doesn't have to rule the country one day. No, she, she will just never gets to live in that little palace and just live her best European life. Go to Wimbledon. With go to the baby. U.S. Open. Mm-hmm. She's following Serena around. Go to Africa. Yeah. Just yeah, which you. and Be that's the other thing too. They're doing so many great things over in Africa that that all of this tabloid talk and and suing the British media is just getting like it's it's um, fogging up all the good work that they're doing over there too. So I'm gonna go over there in three weeks and start a protest, a kind of protest, talking about all the great things they're doing, and maybe that will get on the news. Oh, I, let's hope so. American defends Megan for African work. I'll work on a better headline yeah, that for that. that headline's a little bit clunky, but like <laughs> yeah. I like where you're at. I'll, I'll work on it on the flight. Make sure that you plug the podcast when you're over there. Yes, at S1LS Podcast. Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm. Um, so every week we do what's called No Dumb Questions. So basically like everybody finds themselves in a situation where they aren't really sure what anybody, what what the group is talking about or they see something on the news and they're like, why is this a big deal? Or like, I don't understand. Or they're listening to a broadcast and like, I can't really follow what they're saying. So we said... We wanted to create a space where people could send us questions, um, direct message us, tweet at us, whatever it was, hashtag no dumb questions, and we would answer them here and answer them to the best of our abilities. So our no dumb question is going to look a little different this week because it comes from me. I'm sorry for everybody who sent them in, but this one is from me. And it happened, I've had this thought for a very long time, and it's semi-sports related, semi-geography related, and I felt like this was the space to to bring it up. So I've felt this way ever since fourth grade when we kind of started learning about states and capitals, okay? And I've just had this ongoing. So you've got the state of Washington, right? And then you've got a Washington, D.C. You have got the football team, the Seattle Seahawks, which is in the state of Washington. But then you have the Washington Redskins, which are in D.C. Why in the world is Washington, D.C., the capital of our country, the nation's capital, in why do they refer to it as Washington D.C. instead of just D.C. or District of Columbia, and they like, confuse everybody with talking using like a state's name in it? Well, I think you can't get rid of the Washington part of Washington D.C. because George Washington will come back and haunt you. True. I mean, I mean it I, is, I, I, yeah. it makes and sense. I do get that. I yeah. get that. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I mean, you can't have like the D.C. Redskins because then it's like the District of Columbia. And that's a little bit clunky, so that doesn't make sense. But I guess that would be why Seattle is the Seattle Seahawks. agreed. Because the Washington thing would have been a confusing factor. Yeah. But yeah, I get it. I mean, the difference between Washington and Washington, D.C., because geographically, not even close. No, not even. So yeah, I can see where that would be a a confusion. But you can't drop the Washington, D.C. part. I agree. I mean, founding father. I just saw Hamilton, so I'm like really high on George Washington and all of that stuff. There's only one team out of that area that goes by D.C., and that's the soccer team, D.C. United. But think about some of the mascots. You have the Washington Capitals. True. The hockey team and the Washington Nationals, the baseball team. So maybe in those, they tried to go mascot 
to notify where it's from. But Redskins do not represent D.C. at all by that name. So a bit confusing. They needed something else. Yeah, they they had to get creative there. I want to say it was until college that I thought the White House was in the state of Washington when everyone was like, oh, yeah, it's in Washington. It's in Washington. But the Washington Wizards. I never understood. Aren't they in the state of Washington? I'm going to answer for myself and go, yes, even if it's wrong. Probably is. But it's Washington Wizards. They're in D.C.? Yeah. Okay. See, confusing. If you get Washington, formerly the politically incorrect Washington Bullets. Oh, I don't like that. Yes. Okay. So if you hear Washington, Washington D.C. Otherwise, it is noted by the city in Washington State. It's true. I just think it's so confusing. I'm I'm not sure why they chose to name a state and also the nation's capital that are nowhere near each other by the same name. Call up George. I might have to. Washington? Yes. Or a different, is there a George that takes complaints that I need to know? No. Because I have a few. George Washington. I have some. I hope I didn't sell myself out on that. Geography, I, the last time I took geography was in fourth grade. I never had to in high school because I took choir and Spanish the whole time. So, Well, the state of Illinois has got to work on their curriculum. <laughs> um <laughs> Amy I, Wells. I get it. Amy Wells, Titans Amy, has been our guest on our podcast, and we said we were only going to keep her for 30 minutes, but uh, based off of uh, our conversation, it's a little bit longer. We just couldn't We couldn't help it. We don't ever get to have girl talk like this. I know. No. I'm a little chatty, too. Same. So we'll put a lot of that on me. But thank you guys so much for having me. Can I come back? Please do. Yeah. We would love it. You cool. can see her um, on the sidelines of every Titans game. Um, on your podcast, the official Titans podcast, OTP. The OTP. Where can everybody follow you? Uh, on Instagram, I am Titans underscore Amy, A-M-I-E, because I locked myself out of Titans Amy, the real one. <laughs> so Titans underscore Amy, A-M-I-E. And then on Instagram, it's just, or on Twitter, the other thing. On Twitter, it's at Titans Amy, A-M-I-E. You won't find me if you spell it a different way. Very creative in her captions if you're looking for some inspo. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. We'll have you back next time. Woohoo. Thanks, guys. And thank you all for listening to this week's podcast of Step One Learn Sports. New episode is next Wednesday. In the meantime, you can subscribe, rate, review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at S1LS Podcast. Producer RB always gets us going. And don't forget to send your hashtag no dumb question. We'll see you next time. Bye.